Today's Golden Wingo Show is sponsored by ADT Commercial for Business. ADT Commercial serves businesses ranging from mid-sized organizations to large-scale enterprises. Think of them as a special team who has one focus, your business security. They provide a comprehensive line of security, fire, life safety, and risk management solutions, professional-grade systems for commercial-grade businesses. With ADT Commercial, every day is game day. Fortune 1000 companies rely on ADT Commercial for highly complex, scalable, integrated solutions that help solve their unique business challenges. And if you're looking for a partner to upgrade or take over the monitoring and service your current system, ADT Commercial can help to painlessly install and maintain large-scale and multi-site businesses. No pain. That's good in sports and good in business security. Visit us at ADT.com slash no pain to learn more. The Best of Golden Wingo podcast is presented by Capital One. This is Banking Reimagined. All right, y'all shut up now. <laughs> Sorry in advance, Golden Family Podcast. <laughs> We're back. We're bad. Oh, wow. At this podcast. What I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell I'm doing at this I point. I hated that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know if I really liked it either, but it's there now and there's nothing we could do it's about it. So. Can't take it off. Yeah, exactly. What's it done is done. It exists. What's done is done and we're here. We thank you guys for doing the whole subscribe thing. We're I keep teasing it. It'll happen eventually. We'll have our own portal in this thing Someday. and you'll be able to find all this stuff in one neat, tidy little package. But for now, continue to subscribe and download in the Golik and Wingo tab of the ESPN app and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, leave a review, rate this, and then unsubscribe, and then subscribe again and leave another review. Tell your friends. Do all these things, and then retweet us when we put it out there. So help me God. In the meantime, <laughs> I am Mike Golik Jr. Alongside my father, Mike Golik Sr., you hear us on Golik and Wingo every Monday through Friday, Woo! 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Dad was also a part of Mike and Mike for the yeah. better part of two decades. Mm-hmm. We played football at Notre Dame. My brother Jake, who is on this podcast, also former Notre Dame football player, current owner of Orange Theory Fitnesses in Massachusetts with Hello. his wife, Janice, who was over there in a bad mood coming <laughs> that off That was of a sexy voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jenny, yeah. what was that? It was more like fangs out over <laughs> here. She put all of her forehead into that noise. Oh, come on. My sister, Sydney, no former Notre Dame swimmer. In between jobs right now, professional sister and spender of dad's money. Yeah. And my mom, who is unfortunately the matriarch of this absolute pile of family dung, but in the meantime has managed to be the one bright spot in all of this. So okay, shout thanks, out to you, Mom. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate, appreciate you. That. Appreciate Chip you being the rising tide does not lift any of the ships, unfortunately. Oh, is Chip there? Chip, Chip is there, too. You can give him a shout out as yeah. well. Nope. All right. Yep. My uh, my young nephew, Chip, he is a young chocolate lab. He is very floofy. He's quite a doofus. And uh, we love him dearly. Love him dearly. 57 pounds now. Oh, wow. 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 Mm-hmm. For anyone and he just turned, just turned six months old on Friday. And by the way, Jenny, you had a bit of a scare with him, huh? In the lake, first time he ever was in water that was deeper than as tall as he is, and he went under, huh? Completely under, but alas, mom strength. What, and what did you do? <laughs> what did you do when that happened? I Turned threw my phone folk. into the woods, and I jumped in, like, fully clothed. Were you wearing jeans, or what were you wearing? No, luckily I was wearing sweatpants, oh, but good. I was, like, like sloshing through the woods Do you after. think that you truly saved the dog, or the dog or the dog would have actually popped up and been fine? Good question, but there was zero attempt to paddle. That was my concern <laughs> when I grabbed him. Like, his arms were straight, like, when I grabbed his hips. Yeah, he's there a big just, doofus. He would have I thought yeah. every lab yeah. knew how to swim. We're going to teach he's him how to swim in the pool. We're yeah. going to work on it. Yeah, yep. we are. Yeah, so not a strong performance there. We could treat that as a dog combine or so. 
And Your ship would have failed miserably. He'd be sliding down draft boards right now, which is a we'll build him up in no in no way built in segue to the idea that when we're recording this, it's Monday of the NFL draft week, something Woo! we're all really well versed in not being a part of in yes. any meaningful way. So uh, yeah, that's exciting. So we are recording this podcast on Monday of draft week, Thursday and Friday. Golik and Wingo will be down there, but wanted to relive all of our fun experiences. Wow, with draft week, yeah. good times. Where yeah. do we where do we start there? Thing sucks. 1985, the year I was drafted, in my <coughs> dorm in Dillon Hall. Uh, your mother, then my girlfriend at that time, was uh, there as well. This was an amazing experience. Now, the draft wasn't three days back then, and the draft was 12 rounds. I got selected in the 10th round. The draft started at 9 in the morning. I got drafted at around midnight. I was drunk, sobered up, and got drunk again uh, by the time I got the call from the GM of the Houston Oilers. And I got drafted, 255 overall. So finally I got drafted, thought this is a cool thing. I got drafted, and I'm looking around for your mother, then my girlfriend, and I find her in another room bawling her eyes out. Would you like to tell everybody why you were crying? I think I was overtired. Oh, you were not. <laughs> you Tenth round, so this is the shit I signed up for? <laughs> Fifth round, though. This is as good if as you'd have turned pro after your junior year or just gotten that shoulder surgery and sat out, we'd be balling right now. So true. Why were you crying? Maybe be the longs, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of the Costco version, you were crying because all of a sudden I was going. You were from Chicago, and I was going down to Houston. Yeah, it was a realization that yeah. you were going to be far away, and that I was a professional athlete, and women threw themselves at me and that kind of Honestly, thing. Honestly, no. Okay. Honestly, no. All right. Let's not make this gross. Not all yet. right, that's my draft experience. Next in line then was Mike. You can tell us about your draft experience. Spring of 2013, I sat in our condo in South Bend and got a phone call late in the draft from the Steelers telling me, we're probably not going to draft you, but we'd really like to sign you as an undrafted free agent. You're one of our favorite guards left in the draft. I showed up two months, or I showed up two weeks later to rookie minicamp and played tackle until almost three weeks into training camp then later that fall. Never having played tackle before a day in my life. So you can imagine the chances of me making that team went from slim to really slim. In a hurry. I will never forget. I looked at the roster just because I wanted to see if your name was listed there. And I saw a T next to it. Yeah. And I went to your dad and I'm like, tackle? I'm like, this has got to be a mistake, right? And it wasn't a mistake. And honestly, we knew it was the kiss of death, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, no. It was. Yeah. It was a mistake. Yeah. It was a definite mistake. I mean, if we're going to do the scouting report on Mike Jr. circa 2012, slightly undersized, lacking in lower body strength, natural athleticism is not in, in uh, you know, droves in this one. So all that push off required to go guard, uh, go block the ends block did not space. exist. Yeah. yeah. It didn't yeah. work. I mean, so. that was Kansas City was in the mix then, too, at some point. And it it was at that moment where I said, "Oh, probably no. the wrong decision, yeah. huh?" This ain't, well, I mean, Kansas City. I think that might have been a tryout at rookie camp. I don't even know if that was going to be. I was a priority free agent, free agent for, with for the Steelers. Yeah. That's true. I got like a seven That's and a half thousand dollars signing bonus. Yeah, big blowing at that yeah. point. Yeah. Then they cut me in September. You want to talk about drunk the night before cuts? Then not to fast forward too far. I had that meeting with um, with Kevin Colbert, the GM, and Mike Tomlin the next day when they cut me. Wow, I was in rush. Went shit, out, man. huh? There, that was that. There were four of them at the table and only two of them in the room. So. <laughs> so that's your draft experience. And then Jake, what was your draft experience like? Fast forward to 2015. Um, nothing happened. 
Nothing happened at all. There was no, there was no call. There was nothing. Uh, probably watched my 30 second highlight film, maybe two or three teams. And they said, is this kid serious? And then nothing happened from it. <laughs> I'll never forget. Jake didn't, didn't go to the combine. So he worked out his pro day. He played a six year at Cincinnati and worked out on his pro day and all the inside stuff, the bench, the broad jump, the high jump. You all did extremely well. It would have ranked like the top three of tight ends. It was similar to at, Ben Broniker. Yes, it was. Sydney's <laughs> boyfriend, Ben Broniker, was similar to him coming current out Bears of Hartford. Yeah. Current Bears tight end, yes. So he was in like the top three or so of what was going on at the Combine. Then you ran a 40, and right at the end of the 40, the time was around a 4-7 and some change. Yeah. But what happened that changed your career there? Uh, blew out the left hamstring there. Yeah. Um, so that was the writing on the wall. And then before that, um, a lot of, uh, a bunch of the kids from Cincinnati, where I was at my sixth year, did a regional, uh, tryout for the Bengals. Uh, and I had double eye conjunctivitis plus a cold. Um, so the, the writing was on the wall there. It just wasn't meant to be. I, I mean, Jake, if Jake didn't have bad luck, he'd have yeah. no luck, right? Wow. I mean, God did not want you to play, play football. football. That no. was, that was ever, tough. ever. Maybe, maybe a good thing because you're the one that, that had the back surgery out of the family yeah. here. So, yeah. you know, maybe. who knows? Maybe I just sucked at football anyway. So, no, so happy. Stop it. Stop we it. are so happy now. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, are you just trying to nice. spin this forward? Nice. Good. Jen, way to go. Way Jenny's, to be a supporting wife. <laughs> Jenny's just trying to kiss up because she lost her red- wedding, <laughs> ring, wedding <laughs> ring this week. Oh, what the hell, Janice? Oh, man. Jen, tell the story of your wedding ring. <laughs> and why I lost it in Whole Foods or Petco. <laughs> Whole Foods was great. Finding it in Petco is like finding it in a needle in a haystack. Like, so I like a lizard ate it or something yeah. like that. I... I I hadn't heard from Jenny in a few hours, so I shot her a FaceTime. And I, when she answered, I don't know, she was very low to the ground. and uh, Lower than uh, usual. Way yeah. lower than usual. Yeah, she's very small anyway. Um, I said, where have you been? What's going on? And she just, I saw tears rolling up in her eyes. She said, I'd rather talk about this in person. And then I realized she was on the floor at Petco on all on her hands and knees. And then just pointed to her ring finger where there was nothing on it. And I said, oh. all right, we'll chat. But how did this happen, Jenny? Like, it didn't I put it in my wallet because because I get you know I bent it by working out in it the first time. So then I was like, all right, I won't work out in it. So Sick, I put bro. it in my wallet, and I usually <laughs> zip it in my wallet. And this time I didn't. Um, so, so you treat it like a quarter now, or like a penny? So, <laughs> Is that what my it brother fell means out. <laughs> And now Jake has taken away like everything. Like we were at the um the range hitting golf balls and he said if I hit the fifty yard side, he'd buy me a pair of shoes. I mean it rolled and then naturally just hit the fifty. And he's like, Nope, now no shoes. Oh, I'll get you a second ring. Nope, now no second ring. What else did you take away from me? Well, wow, thoughts and There's prayers for Jenny things. right now. She is really living the tough life. <laughs> Jenny, this would all just, but, she never would have taken the ring off if I made it to the NFL. <laughs> she had a stack of rings on those fingers. Wow, wow. Get it tattooed and fused, babe. Just really <laughs> want to cement this bond. Love you. I, I'm going to just give you a little um, elderly advice here. Don't put it in with your money. Like find a separate spot to put yeah. it in where in you don't change. go in. Yeah. yeah. yeah not no, I know. I know. Yeah. But okay. you live and learn. Yeah, you live and learn. That's exactly so now right. she's getting a rubber wedding yeah. ring. That's exactly so, right. Yeah. You right. can work out in that one. Yeah. I don't want that one. <laughs>
I don't want <laughs> that one. I'm going to stay out of this conversation. <laughs> yes, probably a good idea, yeah. Sid. Yeah. Dear God. All right, so we have Janice dropping the ball on that one completely. We've got us collectively dropping the ball on the draft as a family. It's, yeah. just, it's amazing how much can be accomplished by just being a little bit better. Let me ask you a question. If you did, like if you were ever a first-round draft pick, and everybody can answer this, would you have gone to the, the draft or would you have stayed home? I think a couple years ago, I would have said I would go. Yeah, you actually and worked the draft, Sydney. I did, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but now, if I were to go into like this year's draft, I probably would just stay home. Seeing how like things can unfold and how miserable it can be, I would just rather sit at home. Right. I think I would rather sit at home around family and friends and stuff like that in a more relaxed situation. I still think way back when Joe Thomas, the great left tackle for the Browns out of Wisconsin, he was the number three pick overall. He went, he was fishing with his dads on a boat fishing when he got drafted. So it's I, nice to have that kind of security, yeah, isn't it? it, it like, really yeah. is nice. like, that it, felt like a flex too. That yeah. was kind of Joe saying, I'm doing this because I can. Yeah. I was like, you probably read, I, I don't know, maybe to each their own. And we've gotten to all meet Joe since, and he's right. an awesome guy, but that felt like a flex. Uh-huh. Like it's one of those things you pass off as I don't care, but really I'm doing this because I'm it's better awesome than you guys. It's awesome to have that, that opportunity It'd be to nice. flex though. I'd imagine Jake, you'd have bought a really wild suit to wear. Yeah, I was going to say, if I was a surefire guy like Joe Thomas or someone like Zach Martin, perhaps, that you know for sure you're going to be um, in the top half of the first round, I'd be there. But if it's anybody that there's any shadow of a doubt, I'm just going to sit at home. Yeah, because that's the worst thing in the world is right. if you don't get Brady picked Quinn. and it goes on. Brady on. Quinn, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Martin showing up in the same khaki pants. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the yeah. issued of uh, Polo Notre Dame. Yeah. I'm 99% sure I saw him in a picture on Instagram with his wife Morgan and their uh, their new baby uh, on Instagram for Easter, and I'm pretty sure Zach was still wearing the same pants. Yeah, I, I wouldn't love doubt him. it. Yeah. He's staying Absolutely. true to who he is, yeah. so. Absolute rock solid. Yeah, I would have stayed home just because I'd be close. As soon as you get picked and as soon as the kid, because they always put the cameras in your house now, cut blind drunk. Like, (laughs) drunker than I've ever been in my life. Like like when you needed a human seatbelt? Yes, exactly. Like yeah. after the spring game, like I got drunk after being being picked as an undrafted free agent with my other undrafted free agent friends. <laughs> you can best believe if I was like ten overall, that'd be something. Oh man. my god, we yeah. probably would have been drunk too. Yeah. Let me just say Party that. Would have been, yeah. Yeah. Would have been uh-huh. all drunk as hell in the Louboutins I'd have just bought. It'd oh been great. My god. Oh, it'd been absolutely <laughs> great. All right. Speaking of winnings, the most exciting thing in the history of this podcast, outside of Jenny's reenactment of a few good men's final courtroom scene, happened this past week. We had a chance to go and see a, I want to preface this, we wanted to go see The Price is Right, a regional traveling version of The Price is Right, right where right. a guy from the Antique Roadshow hosted it, whose name was Mark Wahlberg, which is weird. Mark, but he had an initial. Mark, someone said it was Mark L. Wahlberg. Oh. It sounded like the Deportes version, Mark L. Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark the Wahlberg, Mark, which is Spanish for the Wahlberg. <laughs> Yeah, so Mark L. Wahlberg was the host, but it was traveling prices right. So all of us came back into town with the exception Except of for Sydney. Me. Yeah. yeah, Sydney now. Well, yeah, I say who Sydney just finished up her hundred day vacation in Scottsdale, Arizona. So again, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, real tough. And then one. complained that she didn't exactly. get to go to prices. Yeah. I just want to spend time with you guys. Oh, shut up. God, I so, hate you. Anyway, we went to regional prices right. So what were the thoughts on that? Because it was set up exactly the same as the normal show. It had the wheel. It had plinko. It had everything. What did you guys think of it, Mom? Start. This was this was you found the tickets. I found the tickets. Um, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a, a, a neat thing, and they they tweaked it a little bit so that they got more people involved right, to come right. up on stage. Like once you made it into um, 
contestants row, you were only there for one prize, right. and then they moved new people in. So I liked that. It gave more people opportunity. I didn't like that none of us got picked. Yeah, none of us that got was picked. There was probably about 3,000 people there, and none of us got picked. We got to wear the name tag like you were on we the show. We were the only ones under the age of 65. That is true. <laughs> it was every person named Ruth and Gertrude. And Dot. 30-mile yeah, area. Yeah, was a lot of but, but it was fun. It I was mean, fun. I, I enjoyed it. I really got into it. You're yelling higher, lower. You're yelling out numbers to people, and... I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, Jake and Jenny, you guys drove in two hours for it and then drove right back. So we really should ask you guys if it was worth it to you for all the driving. Yeah, absolutely. We both loved it, too. We, I think, like, how they kept it moving, like you said, like, every four people, new round, new round. Um, the only thing I would say would change was get rid of the top two rows, like, lessen the pool to uh, pick from just, like, the make, bottom row You mean people. make the venue smaller? Yeah. Well, oh, just okay. don't do the balcony seats. Yeah, that's they want to make money, though. <laughs> just don't involve those yeah. people. So don't invite everybody. You, watch, you know you what I did be- like? I did like all the bloopers that they showed. I didn't yes. realize how many bloopers okay, there were. They did have way too much in the beginning, though. We sat there it for almost late, an yeah. hour. Like, yeah. come on. Is yeah. it messed it was up funny, how though. hard I laughed watching the blooper montage of old people falling yeah. Yeah. Yes. That felt yeah. like ageist. I felt like I was mean for doing that, but I did it. Yeah. Well, and you I'm know what? Ashamed. They put it up there so we could laugh. So we, we obliged. We did like it, but we didn't get picked. So that yeah. was a bummer. So yeah. this is my, this is my follow up to this is obviously we we're all huge prices, right? Fans, anyone who was ever sick between the ages of seven and 14 spent a lot of time at around 11 watching the prices, right? <laughs> But if you could be great at any one game show, what would it be? Family Feud. Oh, see us in the Family Feud. We keep coming back to we, that. We, we want to be honest. I, I think though, we're I thirsty think, for it. I yes. think we get booted, Sydney, because of you. I think you couldn't help yourself, and you would get bleeped off the show. I think Steve Harvey would love it. That's I think true. he would too. Yeah. Well, because like it'd be something ridiculous. Like regardless of the category, and Sydney would just walk up, be like condom, Steve, and he'd be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is me for the podcast audience. This is me staring blankly into the camera with a mustache. But here's the issue. There's six of us and only five slots. So who's out? I would say it would be me. No, no, no. I have no problem sitting in the audience watching that. I I think Jenny has comedic content, though. No, no. I don't feel like her... her I panic. Her answers would be reasonable. At See, that's all. the thing. It's the panic. The, the real yeah. question is, who would do fast money? Who would do fast money? You have the two people answer the series of questions at the end for the point value in order to win you the chance of the car. I would. I'll be honest, though. I'd probably be real. I'm really good under pressure. That would be my strong point over actually like the regular rounds. Of you it. just said 30 seconds ago you'd panic. Because, no, I, I don't like like the timing of like in the in a situation where it's quick or under pressure. I fast can do money that. Is 30 seconds. No, I know. But I'm just saying. You know, See, this is what I'm is... talking about not making sense. Like, <laughs> would, would it be Jake no, and Jenny? Would it be the, the, the husband-wife couple that no, are doing it? No, I think, I think it would be Mike and maybe it, Jake. It, it wouldn't be me. I would say you definitely have to have Jake in there. I feel like Jake's our game show ringer, calm under pressure, general yes. knowledge of most things. I yes. think so as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then we could I, fill in with any other guy, I would say. Sydney, think, do you, how think... do you think you would do? Um. I think because I've watched like probably like 400 hours total of it, I would do pretty well. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know under pressure. What were you going to say, Jay? Jen is, uh, Jen's pretty confident. I think next, next time we record, we should put her through a round of fast money. Oh, that's a great oh, idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we'll have Love Janice. Well, Janice, do you want to pick an opponent? 
Um, Let's do Jake and Jenny. All right, we'll go Jake and Janice against Cute. each other in yeah. Fast wow. Money yeah. next week on the podcast. That's so a good I idea. got the questions. I'll come up with them. We, oh, we can't get to the Family Feud, so we'll just make up our own. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, see, the, and Family Feud's interesting to me because Family Feud has a lot of upside. You win. What is it when you win each day? You have to get to day four for the car. But before that, it's a monetary value if you win. Don't you win like ten thousand dollars? I think it's I think it's twenty grand if you're over two hundred points. If you're under two hundred points, it's like what three or four dollars per point you get or something. This is why Jake would play. And I don't know this. And then once you win after multiple days, you're four or five days. It's the car. Yeah, I I don't even know where you're going. Is it a good car? It's usually like a Ford Focus. Oh, okay. If you're asking me which game show I would like to play, like not uh, involving the group, it would be the hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Huh. I love that show. Did you play that on the We played that version? on the ESPN yeah. Tournament Challenge yeah. uh, marathon that we had here. Yeah. So I always wondered about that one because I think about like the financial upside for some of these too. Who wants to be a millionaire back in the day would have been a great one. Right now we've got that James Holtower dude going off on oh, oh, Jeopardy. Yeah. Jeopardy would, would do good in Jeopardy. But no, though. but I'm saying if you could be great at one of them, being great at Jeopardy would be pretty Well, then cool. I'd be smart yes. so I'd be in a whole new world. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome to be good at that. But. Not for nothing, a lot of Jeopardy is buzzer politics, which I'm finding out reading a lot of articles about James right now. Really? All about the buzzer. We gotta know the answer too, though. But, but as he pointed out, it's like, you know what, it's like pro football. Everyone up here is great. He goes, pretty much everyone that's on Jeopardy knows all the answers. It's just getting in first. It's just, he said he spent time literally training at home the way the Ultimate Ninja Warrior people build stuff in their house. He built a buzzer setup and would no. put on his dress shoes and stand in front of Jeopardy on TV while it was going on and practice buzzing in on time. There's a blue light that pops up on the screen that only the people on Jeopardy can see, see? that tells you when your buzzer actually starts to work, and if you go before that, you're penalized a quarter second. Oh, so wow. if you jump the gun, it's going to make you late, and that's not, they said that's like a huge part of it. This guy's talking about how he shaved his reaction time. Some guy wrote a book about the buzzer and said he shaved his reaction time down from like .29 seconds to .14. It's insane. Who that knew? is pretty wild. Wow. I didn't know it's that. Like, who knew? Yeah, yeah so did not know that. Being wow. great at Jeopardy would be pretty awesome. See, you have to yeah. train for everything. Yeah. 10,000 yeah. hours for everything, right? Regardless, yeah. it doesn't matter what you're doing. Right. you got to put in the man hours to be pretty great mm-hmm. at it. Uh, speaking of being uh, not great at things, first off, I want a little bit of advice. I know because we touched on the draft before, and I just realized that before we get to the dumbest thing on earth that I've ever heard of and our Would You Rather for the week, yeah. I have to ask Jenny and Sis because – or I guess Jake's been too, so Jake, you can weigh in. We're going down to Nashville for the draft. Me, Dad, and Mom's actually coming down Friday too. In addition to going to Uncommon Jane's, just general Nashville advice, because I have not been, Mom and Dad have not nope. been. Jake, you have been when we were in college, and Sydney and Janice, you went for Jenny's bachelor party. So Nashville advice is welcome right now. Um, I would go to Five Daughters Bakery. It's a donut shop that's about uh, like 15, 20 minutes outside of the city, and you literally spend like $55 for a dozen donuts, but it's so worth it because they're so thick. Um, so I would do that. And then I would probably go to – it's like a staple. I'd probably go to Tootsie's, that bar. Um, it's jam-packed, but it's so much fun. And I'll let Jenny hop in, but she probably remembers like 30 seconds of that entire <laughs> so. I was going to say one of the last things I remember saying to a friend was call me an ambulance. You told me that. And I was like, if you are asking for an ambulance, you probably don't need an ambulance. So that is true. No one in the history of ambulances have actually requested their own. 
I was, I fully wanted one. Like, I, I wanted one. But the last night we were in Nashville, she looked me in the eyes before we went out, and she goes, I want to black out and throw up tonight. So. Wow. And she yeah. did, Jesus, right? Jen? Wow. Oh, and she did. Jake, yeah. any uh, any words of wisdom when you went there? Yeah, we went down with no um, accommodation plans. <laughs> it was me, Eifert, um, Zach Martin, Chris Watt, and Dan Fox. Um, and we, we had full intentions of just sleeping in my truck. Um, and then we found a guy on Twitter, a Notre Dame fan, who calls himself Big Country. And he let us stay in his basement um, for the weekend. That's not too uh, – Wow. No, These were all teammates of yours when this was when you were at Notre Dame. Yep. So the only bar I really remember going to is Honky Tonk Central. Um, it's like a big two-story bar there, if I remember correctly. Uh, great time there, but you really can't go wrong. Uh, great live music everywhere you go. Uh, hot but chicken. Just, just get a hotel, though. I've heard about the hot, hot chicken. Chi- yeah, the Supposed hot chicken really is good. something I didn't know about until this week. What yeah. is that? It's it's like hot fried chicken. It's like it has a zing to it. Nashville and hot chicken. There's a great oh, place that's gonna, that, that uh, supposedly uh-huh. is there that we're going to try. All right. Yeah. Chicken booze and country music. There you it's go. It's going to be a week in Nashville. All right, so before we get to the would you rather, mm-hmm. I have to address a disturbing new social trend. Mom, you brought this to me, and I feel like Sydney's the only one that would have actually done this. There's yeah. some new, like, kids were eating Tide Pods a while ago, and I thought that was going to be where we all started to, like, have the Darwin Darwinism take over and people would just die off. Apparently now they're just eating the wrappers on stuff. Yeah, the, what the, hell the is thing this? has become where you eat the container that your food is in. So a banana, you eat the banana peel. Um, if you ate like a Cadbury egg, you would just eat, eat the, the foil? foil that it's wrapped in. And are, I, are, are people, are young people just bored? Have you guys heard of this? I mean, what is I that? not. No. Oh, I mean, I, they said that this is the new big thing that all these kids are doing and they're posting it online. Well, and, thank God you guys haven't heard of it. Aren't doing it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I thought maybe Sid might have tried it. She probably did it on accident. One oh, time, I, would, right? I wouldn't <laughs> doubt that at all. Is there any hundred percent? I'm trying to think of anything where that would actually be preferable. Eating uh, the, the the wrapper or, and or the skin, or like the word, I'm like, that'd be something. Like if you got a burger and it came wrapped in foil, you would eat the foil with the burger. Or Wouldn't get, that like, like cut up your insides? Get, like that In and Out burger comes in the in the little paper bag. Eat the entire Kinda paper thing, bag yeah. too. How stupid are we? Oh, exactly. exactly, exactly. People think of it. God, I'm just looking forward Dumb. to Rob. Gron- like now, post retirement, I feel like we can just use Gronk in his final form, right. which is just doing PSAs for all the dumbest things. <laughs> it's like True. they snatch it up and they just get Gronk. Gronk, we got another one now. Like yeah, kids are we just, need you. kids are using barbecue sauce as contact solution. Like we need oh. to, <laughs> we need to dial you in for this one, brother. It's uh, it's getting real bad out here. I, I, I thought maybe somebody had tried it. At uh, you one know what? Point. I'm glad. I'm glad our kids haven't heard of that. Okay. Good for you guys. Well, you you're know not, what? You're We're not a little idiots. smarter than I thought. Yeah. No. Not all right. Not much. Which actually is the perfect segue to this. So we do a Would You Rather every week, and usually Jake or Sydney or someone Jenny comes up with this. This week, no one had come up with one yet, and I watched my father on air this morning look up on air. Hard would you rather questions on the internet. So this should be fascinating. It was a process that was a delight to behold. <laughs> I, I have two. So the second one is just for the kids, but the first one can be for all of us. So Jake and Jenny, we'll start with you guys. Would you rather make history or delete history? What? Would you rather <laughs> do something that makes history? God. Or would you rather take something in history and delete it like it didn't happen? You mean cancel it. That's the word now. Yeah, everything's canceled cancel these it. days. Whatever yeah. it is. Would you rather del- make del- history or delete history? Delete history. So there's some there's like an event that I can choose in history. Yes, that you can delete 
or you can do something great and make history. Delete. What would how, you delete? Jake, how fast are you deleting your wedding day? <laughs> I would just like to delete every kid that eats food with the wrapper on yeah. it. That's you know what? Like, I feel like delete history is a much more interesting answer because then you have to pick what. Then event. you got to right. pick what. And you're if it's delete. not Hitler, how are you answering right. that yeah. question? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was going to be my answer. So. Yeah. Like you've got to delete Hitler, you right? Do. I think most people are going to delete, delete wouldn't Hitler, you? Right? Because yeah. there are so much bad things that have happened that you can delete and I, something. But you can look forward and you could come up with something great that history. would change history. Right. And, yeah. It's like future history. I was just saying you could cure cancer. That's exactly right. I mean, that's a pretty big thing. I mean, I think I would rather do that. I think I would too. I don't want to sound like a bad person for not wanting to delete Hitler. But that's but a pretty good like one, There's too, no though. way to sound like a good person when you don't, don't agree to delete Hitler. Hitler. Yeah, that's true. But, but saying you want to make history by curing cancer, that's, that would be pretty good. But there's also no guarantee you make history for a good reason. But oh, yeah. you get to choose. Oh, you get to choose oh man, like, what if you, like, alright, like, let's assume, like, the morality's out of it, and, like, you're not a bad person if you don't go back and delete, like, the worst thing right, from right, human right. history. What else would you scrub? Like, I'm trying to think of what else to scrub. Like, oh, you know what would be cool? I would scrub when that meteor hit Earth and killed the dinosaurs. Yeah. Let's, do what, let's Why? play that one. Why? We don't want dinosaurs. Why not? Listen, we got all sorts of cool Have animals. you not seen Jurassic Park? It never yeah. ends well. I'm I just... would delete all 254 players that went before me in the draft yeah. in 1985. Yeah. I would delete Big Baller brand. <laughs> Lonzo would probably be happy. He'd be yeah, happy. Yeah, exactly. One five. Okay. I have uh, a lot of things I delete, but yeah, they don't have social relevance. Those, so. those, those are all redacted, which is a reference that I, has social relevance that I won't dive I think at the end of the right day, now. I think at the end of the day, I might go with Sydney and say I'll try and make something good and make history. That's a pretty good one. All right. But aren't you making history if you redact something too, or well, now you're take it out? It's true. It's pretty yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. all already. Ha- it's like everything's already happened. Time is a flat circle. So what we're talking about is just creating something that already exists. All right, all right we can all agree. Delete Hitler hand to hand combat. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, that is true. You have to. I mean, it's got to be trial see by then, combat. See, then you yeah. make history too. There you go. Because you that's make true. A new history. How you took him out? I was going to say they would have insert your name here day right. for the day you beat Hitler in hand to hand combat. All right, let's let's go to the lighter side now, shall we? This. Chris, you and I are out of this one. Okay. This is just for the kids. Would you rather watch porn with your parents <laughs> or of your parents? Oh my God. I'm 100% watching porn with you guys. Yes. <laughs> These That's are not the even questions a close answer. you chose. Yes. 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 So, Jenny, what, what would you do? I found what's with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. With the Jake, I could learn a thing or two from Tony Fusillo. So I know <laughs> that guy's been having sex for five hundred years. <laughs> Sydney, I'm watching it with you guys, a hundred percent. Okay, Mike, watch, I, I'm watching it with. I'm just now enamored. Watching porn of Tony Fusillo would be like the X Men Origins Wolverine movie, where you go back and he's in time and all these scenes in history looking the exact same. <laughs> Oh my god. I knew when dad said that, that him and mom were out of it that it was gonna have to do. Come on, nobody wants to watch it of your parents? Jesus Come on now. Dude, I'm I'm one of us and I don't even want to watch it. Are you kidding me?
nightmare is awful. Are we allowed to air this? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure about the last 10 minutes People of this. People are choosing to listen to this. We're not forcing it We do it appreciate that very much. Yeah, that. exactly. I would like to delete that Would You Rather. <laughs> I love that one. I love it. I don't, bet can, you felt super clever Evan, reading you, that off difficultwouldyourrathers.com. Maybe Evan can put the... the Porn music in the background yeah, for that that's question. What we need. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. bring we it back. It. Bring it back. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm it's, sorry, a Mikey, of, okay? it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of work in post production right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Really we don't. We don't have the budget for that. No, exactly. Yeah. Right yeah. now, I, it, if you've somehow managed to stick around to this point, <laughs> God help you. You yeah. have really waded through the muck with the bootleg longs. We appreciate your support and tacit endorsement by making it this far. Remember, subscribe, rate. Review, download, Tell your sorry friends. in advance, in the Golik and Wingo tab on the ESPN app and Apple Podcasts. Um, maybe we'll be back next week. I feel like that canceling segment may have finally done it for us. But uh, in the meantime, sorry in advance. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> 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 <laughs>